to the shitposter.club anime review podcast. I am your host. No, you shut the fuck up, Dad! With me is Cool Boy Mew. Hey, hey. And Full Metal. What it do? Oh, I can't believe we've come to the end of your decade of anime. Yeah, we're at fall 2019, so that, that, that that's it. However, it's not exactly it, because... Uh, well, n- next episode, uh, uh, we'll do the current season, uh, which is uh, summer uh, 2022. The episode after uh, will be the uh, Anime of the Decade Awards, where I'll try to do um, to put up like uh, various uh, top list of uh, best comedy, best this, best that. And... Yeah. Uh, after that, we'll continue with uh, the year uh, 2020. Yeah, there's an infinite amount of material we want to cover. There's always new seasons coming out. There's lots of cool old stuff I want to discuss. Yeah, but uh, once we'll be finished with all the years, after 2020, uh, we, we'll just do like four times a year a season preview. And then at the end of the year, we'll do, as usual, the uh, anime of the decade, or more like the anime of the year. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be fine. So uh, let's just go ahead with fall 2019. We start with Shinsu Yusha Kono Yusha Ga Ore Tue Kuseni Shinsu Sugiri. All right, the English title is Cautious Hero. The hero is overpowered, but overly cautious. Uh, That one's kind of funny. Yeah, Uh, this one kind of gave me Konosuba vibes. It wasn't uh, as good as Konosuba, but it was still pretty solid. I liked it a lot. The the character also appears in um, the second season of Fisikai Quartet. Yeah. Not making it a quartet anymore, but... (laughs) Well, the shield hero was already there in season two, so <laughs> so plus two. So, is there anything to make this isekai stand out? Well, I'll read the synopsis first. The, the goddess Rista summons a hero to help her hard uh, mode video game like world. Uh, the hero Seiya is exceptional in every way, but he is incredibly cautious to the point of buying three sets of armor, one to wear a spare and a spare for the spare, and going full power against weak lines just in case. So basically, uh, the the, ti- the title is what you see. Is, uh, it's well what you get the, the the main character is just overly cautious to the point of parody uh, it's hilarious but at the same time uh, he's prepared for everything okay and it's 12 episodes like is there any kind of ongoing story arc or is it just uh, wackiness uh, uh both there's wackiness and an ongoing story arc. It actually completely finishes a, a story arc, but I've been told that um, if there's ever a season two, uh, th- that's truly where the um, the story starts. I mean, the story has already started, but that that that's where, like, it really gets exciting. I've heard. Yeah, it mostly leans into the comedy. But it does have a little bit of a story. 
Yeah, it was kind of funny. It, it, it's kind of um, it's uh, how to say it, it's kind of special as an isekai because uh, of the dumb premise. But uh, it, it was a pretty nice comedy, I'd say. Yeah, it was. It was a little bit more of a parody. Mm. All right, yeah, I'm but gonna but add I, this to my already gigantic list of stuff I want to watch. It's a, it's another one of those show that has its cake and eat it too. It's a parody, but at the same time, it's uh, it's a proper isekai, you know, like it gets serious here and there. Yeah, it's it's still a power fantasy though, like most isekais. Only anime can get away with this shit. Yeah. So moving on to uh, Shokugeki no Soma. Uh, Shin no Soma. Uh, is it the, the the bad season? Let me check quickly. And the sequel? No, no. That, that that's I believe the the last good good season of Shokugeki. Um, I've talked about it multiple times. You you can literally stop there, but I think that the um, the next season gets a bit more of a bad rap than I've uh, I've been told it is. But yeah, it's kind of bad. Oh, this this was on my list of stuff I want to watch. It. I only watched the first episode, but it was pretty oh, oh, entertaining. Sure, sure. Watch all of it, and you can stop at this season. You can stop all after right. the fourth season, or you can continue and see like what happened to the show. Uh, I I don't think it's that bad, but it's somewhat disappointing for sure. So let let's just go ahead to the next show, uh, Okago right. Psycho Club. Also, right. uh, the After School Dice Club. Can you read the synopsis? Sure. Kyoto in spring. Aya is a high school girl who's just moved to a new town. Miki is her shy classmate and her first friend. One day after school, Aya and Miki follow the committee president Midori to a special board game store, the Dice Club. Without thinking, they try out a German board game together. These girls, who are searching for fun, soon fall into the exciting world of games. So th- this is another one of those uh, slice-of-life shows, and a cute girl uh, doing cute things show. But this one is, um, well, it's, it's, about, it's about cute girls playing board games, and also making board games. Does it use any real-life board games, or what? <laughs> I'm I'm not sure. I don't think any of these board games are, exist in real life, but I think um, I, I'm pretty sure they they have real life equivalent. Oh, because it mentions a German board game. I think Settlers of Catan is German. Yeah, yeah. The, the problem is that there is a gross amount of board games, and I am not the guy for this subject. Yeah, you walk into any game shop, they'll probably have just giant shelves upon shelves of various board games. Impossible yeah, but, to keep track of them all. Board games are honestly like n- not the hardest thing to do, and they kind of sell well, it seems. And 
uh, I, I, I've seen like uh, some of my friends bring board games that are just the simplest shit ever. So j just imagine making them must be just extremely easy. So b board games just kept keep being shit out, and uh, I know nothing about them. So I, I cannot tell you if they're if they're based on real board game, but I'm pretty sure they are. The, the, I'm the, there's no way this would be like a, like an anime Jumanji. Unfortunately, no. No, su cool. no supernatural stuff in this. No, no supernatural stuff. J j just a uh, slice of life, cute girl doing cute thing. Are you sure one of the girls isn't secretly a magical girl and an assassin and the president's daughter? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not in this. It's just good old boring board game. Okay. All right, so uh, l let's move on to Ice Core Girl 2. So it's season two of Ice Core Girl. Uh, nothing more to say about it. N nothing specific to say about it, honestly. So let's just move on to right. uh, uh, Ken Dagawa Jet Girls. That, that, that one is disappointing. Uh, not the anime, but the video game. Uh, I'll read the synopsis. Uh, Rin Namiki's greatest ambition is to follow in her late mother's footstep and compete in, and compete in Kandagawa jet racing, where teams of girls and jet skis race while firing high-powered water gun to slow their competitors' jet and blow off their clothing. Y yes, that actually happens. But since there's no jet racing in uh, Rin's remote fishing village, that means moving all by herself to a girl's schools in faraway Tokyo. Meanwhile, Misaoi dreamed of becoming a great player, but those ambitions floundered until Rin transferred to her school, displaying astonishing skill for a newcomer. Is it fate? Now they only have to resurrect their school jet riding club, endure brutal training and face some seriously skilled rival but even the toughest tasks are um, easier when you're doing something you love with someone uh, who's quickly becoming far more than just a friend so all right so th this is by the creator of uh, senran kagura oh uh, that, that makes sense i was gonna say this sounds similar to keijo yes uh, this is by the creator of Senran Kagura, and uh, the video game sucks. Well, the Senran Kagura right. games suck too. We yeah. Well, the, the thing is that this doesn't even have fan service, thanks, uh, probably thanks to Sony. Oh, then well, it's just then what's the fucking point? Yeah, it's a complete waste. So, so uh, the anime actually has theories, and the video game, I, I think they they, uh, they have removed the cloud destruction. Oh, that's just to total bullshit. Yeah, it's just disappointing because uh, honestly, the, the premise uh, will have made it like an amazing video game, but I'm pretty sure that because they had to censor it, they, they might have put even like less budget into it. And uh, apparently the game's kind of lame. Yeah, you can make a decent Mario, uh, Mario Kart clone out of this. Yeah, yeah, that will be uh, kind of cool because uh, not only this is like a a, a, a water jet uh, racing game, but uh, there's some like shooting elements. It, it will have actually been kind of cool to play, but apparently it's like, eh. 
But the, the anime is actually pretty fun. It's a sports anime. Uh, it, it, it's not bad. Uh, all of the different themes uh, kind of have gimmicks. You have the Ojo-sama and her maid, and the maid that gigantic fucking tits. You have the, the Gyarus. You have uh, the Mikos, the Idols. And uh, w- one, of, one of the themes are American weeaboos. I'm, I'm not fucking with you. They're kind of hilarious because they have like a, a samurai gimmick, and uh, you, you see them like bring sword, uh, a samurai sword. They, they hang out and made cafe. They, they have fucking Naruto headbands. This is fucking hilarious. Do they but... wear fedoras and trench coats? No, they're girls. I mean, they, they're, they're main characters. They could still do that. And no, yeah, if no. it's cute anime girls wearing. Retarded clothing. They can make it look good. No, they, yeah, they, they, aren't aren't girls the, the cutest cute. when they're almost retarded? <laughs> yeah, the famous bigger. But but anyways, this is actually kind of fun. It's uh, it's it's nothing much, but it's uh, it's not bad. I, I don't believe it deserved the fifty percent score on uh, on any list. That that's way too fucking harsh. Any list scores are kind of hit or miss. Yeah, I know, I know, but usually, like for for something average, th- there's there's at least sixty percent, but this is fifty. I'm like, eh, I don't agree. I don't agree. This was nice. It's it's some dumb edgy shit, and the, the story actually kind of ends. I, re- I remember, so it's just just fun, some fun crap. All right, let's move on. Uh, so let's move on to uh, An no Shobotai or Fire Force. Th- this is a big one because I really fucking love this uh, this new battle shonen. All right, let me read the synopsis. All right. Year 198 of the Solar Era in Tokyo, special fire brigades are fighting against a phenomenon called spontaneous human combustion, where human beings are turned turned into living infernos called infernals. While the infernals are first-generation cases of spontaneous human combustion, later generations possess the ability to manipulate flames while retaining human form. Shinra Kusakabe, a youth who gained the nickname Devil's Footprints for his ability to ignite his feet at will, joins the Special Fire Force Company 8, which composes of other flame users as they work to extinguish any Infernals they encounter. As a faction that is creating Infernals appears, Shira begins to uncover the truth behind a mysterious fire that caused the death of his family 12 years ago. So yeah, this is kind of awesome. You have literally a post-apocalyptic fireman. Yeah, the premise is really cool. That that are killing um, uh, people that um, what is it? Yes, yeah, spontaneous human combustion. And when that happens, they like they they, they becomes infernal. They become like demon. And uh, they also have a, a cute nun in the team because they're, they're kind of killing people. So uh, uh, so she gives a prayer a prayer every time. Yeah, last rites. Yeah, like. Yeah, the, 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 the fire the, force is deeply tied to like their world's church, which is kind of like the Catholic Church, yeah. but Japanese. Yeah, and it, it's like it's its own new religion. It, the um, 
the universe yeah. is actually it's actually pretty cool. Um, I, I've seen somebody on uh, what was it on A, I think, on Fortune, c- complain about the settings, but um, uh, the, the setting is not told to you. You you see the settings. You you see yeah, the setting it, in the background it, of everything that's happening. Yeah, it, it has a decent build up. You just kind of see how shit works. Yeah, they explain like, stuff later in the show, and I think in the second season is where they do. Well, I mean, they, they explain most some of stuff, the exposition, but they don't need like massive exposition. You can you can see that the technology, um, they, they don't have like fucking cell phone, for example. You, you never see them with yeah. cell phone, and it's it just something that you 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 have to notice. Yeah, I like the premise. It takes something that's already interesting from the real world, firefighting, just makes this exaggerated fantasy version of it. This, It's just pure anime. I love it. Yeah, it's pure anime. And um, uh, what I really liked about season one is that the first uh, four or five episodes feels like you just went through a three old arc. It starts yeah, fast. There was a, yeah, there was a lot of shit at once. Is I really like the first season of Fire Force. Second season was just okay. The, it the went problem, a little bit fedora. The, the, the problem with the second season is the beginning arc where they they like they go into China or something. Uh, that that, yeah, that arc largely re- pointless. Well, it's really fucking ragged on, which is yeah. disappointing with the contrast yeah. of the beginning of the first season. But after that, it, it gets better. So we got two seasons of that so far, and it, it, it's been golden. I really love it. Yeah, this looks freaking cool. Yeah, this is really cool. I really recommend it. And it's from the same author of uh, Soul, Soul Eater, I believe. Yeah, so if you liked Soul Eater, it's kind of the same vibe. Yeah, and it's uh, also very well animated, like Soul Eater, yeah. I've heard. I've heard There's that some Soul- really good fight scenes. Especially towards the end of season one, mm. not, not just the fight scene, just not the environment. Everything in this is really fucking well animated and uh, well drawn, I believe. Like there's some really good direction. Yeah, I'm gonna add this yeah. to my list with a star next to it. It sounds really freaking it's, cool. It, it's nice. really solid. I don't think you regret this one. So anything else to say about it? No, that's. Now let's keep going. All right, so here's one that I have not dropped yet, but I have not finished. It's 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 been two years. I should just fucking get to it. But yeah, uh, th- th- there's something about it that just pissed me off. I loved it until it pissed me off. So it's Oreosuki Nano wa Omaedake. Kayo, uh, what's the English name? It's Orisuki. Are you the only one who loves me? Uh, I'll read the synopsis. So, Amatsuyu Joro uh, Kisaragi uh, finds himself in a rather delightful situation. Two lovely girls asked him out on a date in the same week. Little does he know he's not the actual target of their love. Instead, he ends up as a love consultant forced to juggle a web of relationships more complex than initially thought. 
So, kid, the beginning of this is really fucking hilarious. You, you got this character. Um, uh, uh, basically, he's really trying uh, to get a girlfriend. And uh, he's kind of... Um, he's not a good to shoes. Like, he's been planning all this shit all along. And it's just crumbling in front of him. Oh, so it's a harem protagonist who isn't a stupid weakling. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it it's it's not it's not a protagonist that that is just like uh, the, the perfect guy ever, and it's just kind of annoying. Uh, he, he kind of has actually secretly a bad personality, and this bad personality actually kind of comes out, and there's some level of drama around it. However, there's this uh, glasses girl that's uh, special. Um. Sume, Sumireko Sen Shokun. L let me get quickly, maybe the mall um, synopsis uh, tells us more about the show. So, yeah, what, what I'm getting is that the main character is extremely horny but cripplingly autistic. Yes. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. All right, so uh, I'll continue the the synopsis from my anime list. It has something and uh, it has just more about it. So, unburst known to his friend, Journo, uh, yeah, Journo's friend, friendly and obtuse image is all but a ruse designed to cast himself as the clueless protagonist of a textbook romantic comedy. A schemer under his cherry facade. He makes the best of this unexpected turn of event with a new plan. Uh, get Sun Chan uh, to fall for him. Uh, to fall for either. Wait, sorry. Uh, Sun Chan is his, it's, his, it's one of his best friends. So get Sun Chan to fall for either Cosmo or Imawari and take the other as his own prize. But uh, Journal's last. The main character. So, sorry, they're, they're writing it like different between the two sides, so it's completely fucking me over. But his last ditch effort is threatened by the gloomy, four eyed Sume, Sumireko Pansy uh, Shen Shokuen. Sorry, I can't fucking pronounce this. Uh, who surprise him with not only her knowledge of his secret personality, but also a confession to the true self he had for all this time. Stuck in this hilariously messy situation, uh, each of the five students must navigate countless lies, trap, and misunderstanding to come out on top. Yeah, the, the, the my enemy list uh, synopsis is much better there. Yeah, this this sounds like a pretty cool, unconventional kind of harem story. Yeah, I, it, I can it, dig it. It's 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 kind of cool, and w the the character I really liked is the glasses girl who knows the uh, the main character's uh, true self, and uh, she likes him for his true self. However, something really fucking pissed me off is that it, it ends up that the 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 uh, I mean it's shown early. It's not that much of a spoiler, but. Uh, it ends up that the the gloomy glasses girl she removes her glasses and she unbutton her vest and she has like massive breasts and she's actually a beauty and that's such a fucking cliche that pisses me off. 
that's why I have not finished it yet. Yeah, that's a cliche you see in a lot of Hollywood movies as well. It's, yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. bullshit. Yeah, it, it, that just pissed me off because she she was just best fucking girl, and then this happened. It's not that I don't like the the big tits or anything. It's just that it's just such a good darn boring cliche, and it, I feel like it just kind of ruined everything. But uh, I mean, the show wasn't bad, and I really gotta uh, watch more of it. But yeah, I just feel like th- that thing that happened should have should never have happened. Well, it would have been better. Yeah, it would have been better, I think, because this is just—it's a cliche that always has pissed me off. Because I, I like—I—I I, I like gloomy glasses girl like her. I, I like this type of girl. And then, oh, they remove the glasses. Suddenly, oh, she's a beauty. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. I like my women with physical disabilities. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, it's a boring cliche and it kind of pissed me off. That's why it's an old and uh, I gotta continue later. All right, let's move on then. So, Aiketsu and Parade. I loved Aiketsu Friends and I-, I wanted to like this, but uh, this is basically a massive. Um, crossover of all the Aiketsu franchise. I dropped this because it, uh, most of the show is, hey, remember this character? And remember this character? Well, now it's they're interacting with this character. And I didn't watch any of the other shit. So I just kind of dropped this. Uh, I can't tell the difference between all these idol shows anyway. <laughs> Anyways, moving you, on. You could say they all look the same. Yeah, no, no. You could actually watch them. Like, Aiketsu was uh, kind of different from uh, Pripara and uh, Pre-Rhythm. Aiketsu seemed like rather serious, while uh, Pripara, uh, well, uh, Pripara is a little more... Not Pripara, but uh, Pre-Rhythm is slightly more epigolocky. And uh, ever since it went and uh, it started with Pripara, they went like full fucking parody. And it's great, but but yeah. Anyways, m- moving on to uh, Kengana Shira Part Two. All right, did this go to the end of the big tournament? Uh, not the end of it, unfortunately. Ah, uh, because I I like the ending to to that tournament, at least in the manga. It, it was really satisfying to me uh, i i think without spoiling too much uh, we have the main character uh fighting the um the the the, the super assassin dude i believe that's how that's when it finishes uh yeah last episode i bitched about the visuals to this but if you like it it's still enjoyable it's got the same writing that i enjoy from the manga I I hope we're gonna get more because it kind kind of sucks if it just like ends there. Yeah, well, the manga is always there, and I love the art style in the manga, so I'll yeah. always recommend that. Yeah, as usual, I'll probably have to fucking pick up the manga. So, anyways, moving on. Uh, another show that I dropped, but it was just like a lack of time because I want to watch it eventually. It's a Vinland Saga. Did you watch this full metal? I did watch Vinland Saga. I actually liked it so much that I read the manga afterwards. 
Wow. Can, can, can you... It's pretty uh, rare for me. Uh, Dad, can you read the synopsis on Maul? And um, then, then Full Metal can actually um, talk about it, I guess. Oh, I have Analyst pulled up. Oh, no, I meant an Analyst. Uh, read it, an Analyst. <laughs> okay. Thorfinn is son to one of the Vikings' greatest warriors, but when his father is killed in battle by the mercenary leader Askeladd, he swears to have his revenge. Thorfinn joins Askeladd's band in order to challenge him to a duel and ends up caught in the middle of a war for the crown of England. Uh, there's so much cool stuff going on in this series. Uh, uh, oh, you know about it? Yeah, I've read read a whole bunch of the manga. And it uh, goes into interesting, really interesting directions. I don't want to spoil here, but there are massive changes and the kind of things you wouldn't expect from a seinen series like this. Oh, really? So, so it's special yeah, even among it, a seinen. It does like a complete turn, like way it goes way off after like basically the first season of the anime. A season two announced, by the way. Yeah, definitely yeah. keep watching because it more interesting stuff happens. It isn't just Edge Master Knife Kid who wants to kill dudes. Yeah, he doesn't stay an Edge Lord forever. There's some really cool stuff going on in here that made it memorable to me. All right, I gotta continue watching. I guess. Yeah, it's a it, solid it, show. It's on the list, but I, I really gotta clear um, clear the stuff that I've uh, I've been lazy on because uh, of my back pain problem. Yeah, if you want to watch big scary Vikings murdering the shit out of people, it has plenty of that. But it it goes in different directions. It's fascinating. Is it actually an historical show? Uh, some of the characters uh, are based on real life people, like um, yeah, what's his like name? Leif Erikson. Yeah, yeah, he was a real life explorer who who uh, took a ship to Canada, I think, in like mm -hmm. 1000 AD. Uh, decided he didn't like it and went back. He said, "Damn, this shit cold. Fuck this. I'm going home where yeah. it's still cold." Yeah. Yeah, so you can get spoiled if you look at the Wikipedia entry for the real-life people. This is some of the characters are based on. All right, guys, don't read history. It's going to spoil anime. Yeah, it happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Bindlin Saga is really freaking cool. Yeah, yeah. There's some interesting fight scenes and... Uh... Torfian is kind of an interesting character in a, in and of himself. Yeah, he, he starts like out, whole character arc. Yeah, he starts out as Edge Master, but he has some definite character development. I won't spoil it, but he becomes a much more interesting character. All right, perfect. So, anything else to say about it? No, Vinland Saga is great. Watch it, read it. All right, so moving on to uh, anime of the season number three, Doctor Stone. Man, that, that, that's a long synopsis. I, I'll read it. After uh, five, hmm? no, just go on, do it. Okay, after mm -hmm. five years of arboring unspoken feelings, high schooler Taiju Oki is finally ready to confess his love to Yuzuria Ogawa. 
Just when Taiju began his uh, confession, however, a blinding green light uh, strikes the art and pe petrify mankind around the world, turning every single human to stone. Several millennia later, Taiju awakens to find the modern world completely non-existent. As nature has flourished uh, and the years, humanity stood still. Among a stone world of statue, Taiju encounters one other living human, a science-loving friend, Senku, who has been active for a few months. Uh, Taiju learns that Senku has developed a grand scheme uh, to launch the complete revival of civilization with science. Uh, Taiju's brown and, and Senku's brain combine to forge a formidable partnership, and they soon uncover a method to revive those petrified. However, Senku's master plan is threatened when his uh, ideologies are challenged by those who awaken. All the while, the reason for mankind's pet petrification remains unknown. That was a really fucking long synopsis. Yeah, uh, it it has a bit mm, it has a bit of fat it could be cut out. So, so basically, uh, you have this character, uh, Senku. Uh, he was a massive science nerd, and he learned everything he cool about science. And now he's revived in this uh, world that is back to the Stone Age. And um, he, he tried to, to, be, to rebuild, uh, well, to build a, king, a kingdom of science one inv invention at a time it's really fucking cool yeah at the start um he, he's not sure how he was released from his stone sleep mm -hmm. but while he's trying to figure it, that out he just he builds shelter and gets food so <laughs> he just reinvents things like uh, the wheel and other uh, basic technology just to survive but it quickly ramps up from that and he starts introducing more and more new technologies and techniques from uh, the science of his time. And then eventually finds a village and um, I, I, I we'll stop talking about it from there. No, no more spoiler. But, but yeah, the, uh, the, the, the science uh, part of it is actually pretty cool. Yeah, this is a great shonen. Uh, instead of... Uh, characters getting stronger to beat the sh shit out of each other <laughs> they come up with better inventions to try to outdo each other mm. it, it's really cool and what if we just invented guns well <laughs> there you go uh, that'll change a lot of things yeah consider uh, <laughs> uh, with uh, fire force the uh, this dr stone and shokugeki no soma uh the last decade has had some really crazy shonen with uh, some uh, some pretty uh, crazy new ideas. I I mean, literally having food uh, bowl or even just fucking outright no superpower, just science. That that's uh, that that's unique. Yeah, and in, in the credits for each episode, they list a science advisor to make sure they get things right. Mm. It, it's really fascinating. I like Dr. Stone a lot. It's yeah, got, the, the, sorry, you go on. Uh, it's got the usual 
uh, sh shonen kind of stuff, but it's mixed with a real world science and technology. It's just a fascinating combination. Yeah, and it, it's also one of those animated where you, you actually learn a little bit of stuff as you go on. Yeah, when the characters come across a problem, you, the reader, are probably thinking, oh, what modern-day technology could solve this? Maybe the characters are going to do something like that. It's really cool. Yeah, and then they end up doing something you wouldn't even expect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he advanced uh, the science pretty fast, too. Yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, and then but... he'll make an announcement to like what his invention will be, and then you're like, "How the fuck is he gonna get from where he's at now?" Yeah, but he does constantly, it. but he does it. Somehow. Yeah, he, he appears to have a perfect memory, so because all of his yeah, he has like an eidetic memory or some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, because all of his experiments go right like the first or second time. Well, all right. So, anything else about it? No, oh, I like Dr. Stone a lot. I definitely recommend it. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Uh, yeah. Two, two, two seasons has happened so far. Uh, is that season three uh, announced? Let, let me check quickly. Yeah, I read the manga every week. It seems like it's entering the final story arc, but who knows? It's popular. It might go on for another decade. Oh, it, it's announced. The, the third season has been announced. All right. Yeah, Dr. So Stone is good shit. Watch it. Read it. I, I think it's going to be another uh, uh, Shokugeki where um, uh, the, the season comes back like every other year, which is really great and is much better than like fucking Naruto. That has like, I believe, I believe like Naruto and Shippuden is literally all filler. It's fucking disgusting. No more of this. The Shippuden shit. is like 500 episodes of nothing interesting happening. Yeah, yeah you'd have to yeah, give me a believe... sub... you'd have to give me a substantial bribe to get me I, to watch any of that I, shit. I, I, Dude, I believe it's he... literally like 60 percent uh, filler. That that, that that's even, crazy. Even like huge Naruto fags that I know IRL are like, yeah, Shippuden was dog shit, and I gave up on it. It's like, fuck, yeah, all right, yeah. man. Yeah, I, I made fun of some of my friends uh, for years about it, and they were just like, "Yo, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I just want to dance." I think I watched I've, like I've three episodes of Shippuden, and I was like, "Man, this sucks." <laughs> I, I dropped it before Shippuden because uh, oh, yeah, I, I dropped it. I, I was stuck at, because I the just want to see. Before she put in, there was something like 40 or 60 episodes of Endless Filler. Like, literally, like, big block of filler, and the quality shown. It was absolute shit. So yeah, Naruto starts doing filler, like, episode two or three, and it just keeps shoveling in more filler. Yeah, I remember, like, the, the first five episodes... They, they keep um, showing the the uh, the same fucking flashback, and it's fucking stupid. Oh my god! Yeah, I remember I watched an episode, and I like timed how much of it is like filler. There was like five minutes of like actual episode, and then the rest was just like flashbacks and like you know the the op and the ending. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, of, I'm, like, I'm glad we're not minutes, doing like, five that anymore. Minutes was actual content. But uh, fun fact, uh, apparently uh, Boto is actually airing in French over here. 
and my dad watched it. Your dad's a weeb too. No, actually, just, just kind of likes cartoon here and there. But I, I don't know why, but uh, he specifically watches that one. Like, he even records it. And I, I, at some point, I approached him. I was like, yo, I, I can get you better shit than that. Yeah, has your dad seen your bedroom? Yes. yes. Yeah, you're like, All dad, please watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Anything else, please. No, I'm begging I, I, you. I showed him Attack on Titan. You like it? Yes. Yes, like did a lot. Oh, that's freaking cool. Wanna meet that dad. <laughs> anyway. We can both be dads together. Yeah, maybe if we <laughs> all survive World War Three we can meet up in person sometime. Yes. Alright, so let's move on to anime of the season, V Stars. Fuck yeah. You you liked it? Yeah, I really liked Beastars, which is surprising because A, it's 3D, and two, it's furry bullshit, but it's actually really good furry bullshit. Well, it, it, it's Japanese furry bullshit, which um, it, it's not as It's cringy. so autistic that it loops around to being good. It's like horseshoe theory <laughs> of autism. Yeah, this isn't the typical furry shit. The characters act more like real animals. Mm. Yeah, it's not just like gay fursona shit. Like they're actual, they're they are the <laughs> actual animals, and they behave in animalistic ways. Yeah, I think the manga is written by the daughter of the guy who made Grappler Baki. Oh, really? Yes, I've heard that. So, okay, can you read the synopsis, Dad? Okay, B stars. In a world populated by anthropomorphic animals, herbivores and carnivores co coexist with each other. For the adolescents of Cherry Tun Academy, school life is filled with hope, romance, distrust, and uneasiness. The main character is Legoshi the Wolf, a member of the drama club. Despite his menacing appearance, he has a very gentle heart. Throughout most of his life, he has always been an object of fear and hatred by other animals, and he's been quite accustomed to that lifestyle. But soon, he finds himself becoming more involved with his fellow classmates, who have their own shares of insecurities, and finds his life and school changing slowly. Alright, so this is animated by Studio Orange, who did the uh, Oseki no Kune, Land of the Lustrous, and the 3D in this is fucking phenomenal. As Studio Orange did it again, they are the best 3D CG anime uh, ever. Like, like, yeah, because they just do mocap like a fucking video game cutscene. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they actually do, do mocap. But but yeah, the, the 3D. Uh, it, it's not just that they do mocap, but the 3D is actually phenomenal. Yeah, B Stars is proof you can make a CG anime that does not look like shit. Yeah, I can and, barely tell this was CG animated most of the time. Yes, seriously, it looks yeah, that yeah. good. I, I wouldn't yeah. exaggerate that. Um, that I'd say that uh, it, it doesn't look 3D, but I mean, uh, it's probably one of the best effort to actually hide it. Well, it, yeah, it's like it does it so well that you kind of just forget it's 3D. You could just get sucked into the show. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I think the use of animals to represent real-life racial groups is always done badly, but that's not what we're getting here. This this is yeah. honestly divided into predator and prey groups, and uh, half yeah, of them want to eat the yeah, others. It's yeah, not like it, this it, gay, it's, it's like, racist bullshit. It's just actual, like, you know, an actual division in the animal kingdom. 
it's actually very uh, important to, to the show and uh, it, it stays with that um with that team until the end and i'd say yeah. that b stars is actually uh, uh, written intelligently like it has an you know, actually good script yeah it 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 actually makes you wonder about a lot of things and it makes you care about a lot of the characters yeah, oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen or read all of it, but what I have seen is really good. Beastars is high-tier stuff. I, yeah, I should watch yeah, more. You should watch more. So anything else about it? It The the whole herbivore versus carnivore thing kind of reminds me of like vampire movies. Mm. Like there's this sort of uneasy relationship between like humans and vampires because it's, it's kind of got a similar vibe of, you know, they could eat me. Mm. But they try to build a civilization together instead of segregated. Mm. I just—it's just a really interesting concept. Yeah, it's not like the Zootopia bullshit. This is intelligently yeah, written. Uh, I've yeah, not seen Zootopia. Don't bother. <laughs> it's just okay. It's an okay kids movie for me to poop on. <laughs> So, uh, all right, so uh, that's it, anime of the season. Now we go into anime of the year uh, 2019. So, uh, uh, there's one more on your list. Uh, Hatage uh, Kimono Michi. Oh, fuck. Fuck yeah, I'm sorry. So, Beastars is number one, but Hatage Kimono Michi is number two. Uh, man, I, I'm glad you told me. I almost forgot. I, I don't know how I skipped it. But I watched one episode of this. So, All right, so, so I can review it. So Atagi Kimonomichi, I believe it's by the uh, the, the the same author of uh, Konosuba. Yeah, and this is yet another isekai, but but yeah, but th- th- this one's also funny. I- I'll-, I'll read the synopsis. The story follows a masked wrestler, uh, Genzo Shibata who likes all kinds of animals and creatures. One day he is summoned to another world, where a princess asks him to help uh, kill magical beast, but he gets mad uh, because he's, um, he's a big animal lover. So he gets mad about it, and he puts her in a German splex. Instead, he begins life as a pet shop owner in the other world. And he considers basically demons as, uh, as animals. And it leads to all sorts of crazy, wacky situations. Yeah, I, I like the humor in this. You expected the guy, this big, muscly wrestler, you think he's going to fight these magical monsters, but no, he wants to take care of them because he likes animals. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 this is kind of dumb. Uh, it has also some wrestling here and there. Uh you you didn't see them from the first episode, but uh, th- there's uh, the the dragon girl and the vampire. They, they joined later, and uh, the this the silver wolf is kind of annoyed about it because she, she's the only responsible one in that house that tries to uh, to raise money for them yeah. to live. Yeah, it seemed like it was going to do that cliche of animal people who are oppressed by humans for no good reason. But in this, it turns out that the animal people, they're assholes, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I believe it directly in first episode, there, there, there's some uh, animal people teeth. And um, 
the main character ends up just um, absolutely completely scaring them by but by, by wanting to to hug them and pet and petting them well yeah he basically just like, like sexually assaults these people <laughs> but more or less it's their fault like, imagine... for having beautiful fur that's true he, but <laughs> he just treats like... them like uh, a, a cute animal that you that yeah he just treats them like a cute animal but it's like the equivalent of somebody starting a bar fight with you and then they just start molesting you mid-fight <laughs> well if you had cute ears that deserve to be scratched then whose fault is that a little gay, but all right. <laughs> Talking about animal people, but but yeah, um, you, you uh, th- this anime has actually has a lot of repetitive jokes, and um, they don't get old. Like you, you'd swear that uh, that the repetitive jokes will get old, but no, I, I just loved every second of it. Uh, the plot kind of reminds me of two different isekai manga. Uh, uh, one is Ride on King, which has a lawyer-friendly version of Vladimir Putin who gets isekai'd, and he <laughs> wants to ride all the fantasy creatures he meets. Oh, God, is, is that... It, 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 I think is, I've heard is, of that. Is, is that the picture I keep seeing with uh, with Putin riding like a, a bear or something in manga form or something? Yes, it, he also likes riding... Uh, dragons, giant eagle, eagles, turtles, uh, giant bears, other fantasy monsters. He just wants to ride them because in the real world, <laughs> uh, he'd already ridden, ridden on sharks, uh, airplanes, and they're just not as cool. He he wanted more. So he <laughs> honestly just wants to sit on top of these creatures while they move around. And what's the other one? The other one is Karate Baka Isekai. Uh, that one's about a, a karate pr- practitioner who, who gets isekai'd, but he turns down the magical power-ups because he's convinced he can win all battles just with the power of karate. Nice. And he's he's correct. Because <laughs> ca- Japanese martial arts are the best. All right. No, no, it just reminded me of Hatage because that has a pro wrestler guy in it. And in anime, pro wrestling is 100% real and often fatal. Mm. So it just <laughs> reminded me of the karate one. All right. So uh, anything else to say? No, this is it's just funny stuff. I should watch more of it. All right, so moving on, uh, anime of the season, uh, number two, Dr. Stone, number two, Atageki Monomichi, number one, Beastars, and now anime of the year, uh, 2019, number three, uh, Tate no Yusha, uh, no Yusha no Nariagari, so the, sh- the uh, Shield Hero, yeah, shield number bro. three. Shield Bro is best bro. <laughs> number two is Beastars. And number one anime of the year is Yekusuku no Neverland, The Premise Neverland. Season one was amazing. Season two is this. Yeah, read the manga instead. Yes. So, yeah, so uh, not a super amazing year. The, the lull that actually started at the end of like 2017 basically continued until uh, 2019. But uh, the last two seasons have been, have been like quite all right. 
and 2020 the lol completely fucking disappears like it, uh, i'm back to picking up like 30 thing by per season oh yeah last year there's so much cool stuff coming out i can't keep track of it and we're finally fucking done we only need the 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 award ceremony ceremony like an quotes <laughs> And uh, we only need to do uh, 2020, and that's it. Yeah, it took 35 episodes, but we got through your decade. <laughs> Finally. We could hold our own award ceremony, because fucking G-Roll. Yeah, oh, God. I, I saw the award ceremony. It pissed me off. Uh, they're, they're breaking their own fucking rules, because uh, usually, uh, even if I show... Um, Aired and, and Japan and Crunchyroll got it later. They're, they're not supposed like to um, uh, to make it to qualify for um, for that year, but they, they broke the rules and did it for like uh, B Stars was dumb because because it was a Netflix jail for no reason. Like I I believe it was one of the worst Netflix Netflix jail because I think it took like six months for Netflix to finally release it. Yeah, death to yeah, Netflix. Was ridiculous. Death, fuck Netflix. Death to country rule. Long live no, fan subs. N- not just that, but they did something <laughs> that pissed me off. Uh, there was uh, Juju, Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, I believe Jujutsu. Um, uh, yeah, it was a twenty-six. Uh, it was twenty-six episode, and it continued in twenty twenty-one. The problem is that they um, it. They made it qualify for anime of the year 2020. The season's not even fucking over yet. What the, the fuck's wrong with you? How can it be anime of the year when it's because not even it's done? The, it's the new hype shit. That's why. Yeah, yeah, but it was fucking dumb. Like, yes, uh, you can put the uh, the opening and ending as. Uh, as it counts for the year, because they actually change it after that. But uh, otherwise, it's it just dumb. The show's not done. It, it cannot win an award because it's not done. It, the season needs to be done to, for it to, to count. This is why, in my list, I actually count when the when the anime ends, uh, not when it starts. Because yeah. or else it makes no fucking sense. Yeah, especially when some of these shows go on for a hundred episodes or more. Yeah, uh, for, for those actually don't even count them. If they if they go on for more than uh, three seasons, they're they're out of the listing. So I, I didn't even talk like about like uh, Dragon Ball Super, One Piece. I could talk about One Piece. I could talk about the the fucking different arc that uh, aired during the decade, but it's it. I cannot have them uh, go against uh, any any season because they, they goes on forever. It, it's not fair. Oh, you want to talk about the movie we watched yesterday? Oh, sure, sure, yes. So, uh, what was it called already? They, they were eleven. Yeah, they were eleven or uh, eleven in Iru. Can you read this, Nepsis? All right. The Elite Cosmo Academy attracts applicants from every stellar nation in the galaxy. One young hopeful is 
Taratos Lane, an orphan esper from ter Terra. That means he uses uh, psychic powers, because this is from the 80s. The final stage of the Academy's entrance exam is a perilous mission simulation aboard an actual derelict starship. The applicants depart for the ships in groups of ten, but when Tata's crew arrives on the Esperanza, they are horrified to discover that they now number eleven. As the test progresses, things go awry and the atmosphere grows increasingly tense. The crew members begin to suspect sabotage, and Tada appears to be the likely culprit. <laughs> Literally a us the anime. Yeah, I was gonna say, get your memes out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 a little disappointed in myself for wasting my Among Us reference last episode, because this was Among Us the anime. There's <laughs> literally like in the plot, there's literally like a, a, a button that they can press to to end the test. <laughs> sus uh... when the imposter is sus. <laughs> I want to fucking kill myself. God, I hate Among Us memes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, uh, during the movie, I asked that if uh, the, the the absolute fucking madman pl planned it like this and told me no. You should have just went with it. <laughs> no, I'd never lie. This is all part of my master plan. Okay, so also, uh, well, wait, I'll add that this is animated by Magic Boss. Uh, this this is an old anime. Like it, it, it's a it's a movie in the nineteen eighty six, like fall nineteen eighty six season, and uh, Magic Boss um, they now on, only do anti. You you, you okay. know you know that I talk about uh, those weird anti that aired completely censored on TV where they, they cut the sex part and uh, they're actually strangely made for women. What do you mean weird hentai? All hentai is weird. No, but I mean they're actually these are made for women. Also, that's that, what makes it weird because it's that, gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not all yaoi either. Th yeah, that's I, that's what's strange. This strange too. I'm. I mean, just go look at the uh, at the poster from uh, Annulus. But but yeah, the 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 company still exists and it doesn't tie. <laughs> yeah, with Jose, uh, anime made for adult women, you can usually tell there's diff something different about it. Yeah. Yeah, like they have emotions and other gay shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, we have talked about good Jose uh, before, but I don't remember. I'm too retarded to remember. Yeah, it's a demographic I should look at more of because just because it's something different, something mm -hmm. un unconventional, and mm -hmm. sometimes you want to coom with your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, fuck that. Let's talk about the movie. It was actually. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, it, yeah, you it can does definitely tell it's animated in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, it 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 just screams uh, that it was animated in that era. Uh, there, you just can't tell these things. But yeah, it, it was pretty decent. Yeah, it, it does a good job of building up tension. Like you don't know which of the eleven characters is the imposter. 
but and things keep going wrong in their spaceship and you wonder if it's part of the exam or if they're being sabotaged like um I'll say that it's defensively from the 80s in a negative tone. I mean, it, it's not like a bubblegum crisis or something, which was like top fucking quality. This, has, this is from the 80s with all of its negative, but it still was a good watch. Yeah, the animation is pretty simplistic, but it's not bad. It's just aged. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this isn't the gorgeous Miyazaki 80s stuff you might expect. It's pretty standard animation, even though I enjoyed the writing. Mm. And I saw this movie as a kid in the early 90s, but it was so long ago that I can't remember if it was subbed or dubbed. Because mm. I, I had a relative who was showing me a bunch of anime at the time. And it was like half and half with sub and dub. I, I checked Wikipedia uh, yesterday while we were watching it, and I believe uh, it was actually licensed on. So there might have been a dub. Oh, yeah, the file I downloaded included the English dub. Oh, yeah, I see. So I listened to it a little bit. It didn't spark any memories. Was it bad? Was it a bad dub or? Uh, it's for the eighties. All anime dubs were bad, but this one was slightly better than average. Yeah. And good English dubs didn't really exist until Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, they kind of set the gold standard. You know, what if we hired people that were actually good at acting instead no, of just somebody the, we found on the, the street? There's there's more problem than that. Uh, the problem is that back then, uh, some some of the biggest anime where actually actually sounds not bad because of superior directing the problem is that nowadays funimation and co doesn't give a shit and the direction uh is in the toilet basically uh, even if the show is accurate even like i, re I remember dad putting up a video that actually appraised the dr stone uh a translation team for the dub and uh, I, I watched some of the video and I'd say, oh, yeah, they, they actually did a good job. Too bad about the voice actor. And th that's because uh, this company just doesn't give a shit. Uh, the animation has like 10 people on payroll that they just cycle through each anime they license. Yeah, the, the, there's that too. But, but the problem is not entirely on the voice actor. It's uh, on this shit direction. Uh, oh, yeah, I they'll mean, just have like literally anybody from the office be a director for some anime. It's like, oh, why? oh I, 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 I will. Um, uh, so sorry. Uh, th th that will not surprise me. That will not surprise me at all because uh, the same people that those that does these anime, when they go to do the video game about the anime, oops, suddenly they sound a little better. Why is that? It's because of the shit directing. Well, yeah, because that's why you get a lot of these like forced like memes that are going to be outdated in a few years. And, no, but uh, I'm not even like just talking that. It's just simply that. It's just simply bad directing. They don't take the time to actually match uh, the acting from the the Japanese side. So when you compare the two. The English version just sounds fucking flat. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I think. Oh, go ahead. 
I think they just don't take their job very seriously. They're kind of like video game journalists. They want it to be something more important. Yeah, in their yeah eyes, that's also possible. They, so they feel like they're kind of above their station, even though they're not. It's it's possible. I was going to say, sometimes Funimation gets lucky with directors, like with a Yu Yu Hakusho dub. Uh, well, the, well, Yu Yu Hakusho was way fucking back then. Yeah, that was like 2002. But uh, yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho, well, Yu Hakusho was exactly what, when I said that uh, dub were slightly better. But the thing is that Yu Yu Hakusho, I think we can maybe put it up a little bit as a reward. A, re- a rewrite because it it kind of remove uh, a lot of shonen stuff you, you know like the the the, the big talk uh, they, they do between bowel like, like a lot of the of the useless uh, shonen stuff shit and uh, they, they remove that for, from the show Honestly, i'm okay with that i don't I, mind I don't localization as long as it's done well and it fits like the theme of the show. Yeah, from, I, I, from what I heard, the director and the guy who played Yusuke, hey, he watched the whole series in Japanese before doing episode one of the dub. That's good. That's fucking. See, that's good. a guy who actually took his job seriously. But but it's a dub of the era. Like I I, I don't I don't agree about making cuts. I, I'm one of those guys. Like I, I want the original. I I want the product like it's meant to be. Even if it's stupid, I yeah, can like, understand that. Like the animation of Stardust Crusaders for JoJo, it included every last filler villain, every dumb dropped plot line, all of it completely intact from the manga. Oh mm. man, I I did not like Stardust Crusaders. I've mentioned yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I I I, I said uh, I I told that too that it was kind of like. Not not the best arc. Yeah, it yeah, does. It kind of drug get, ass. It does get tedious at times. It it has the best final fight of the series, though. Like I normally like to binge anime, so I'll watch like I don't know five, ten episodes a night or something. Mm-hmm. But with uh, with Stardust Crusaders, I I could handle like two a day at most. Yeah, it's it's too episodic. There were a lot of fights that were dragged out to two episodes that should have been one. Mm. It did not yeah. need to be two full seasons. I think it took me over a year to get through Stardust or Crusaders. Yeah, but about the the example you're you're making for Yu Yu Hakusho, the the thing is that um, this is just straight up an adaptation that should have cut some fat, but uh, the localization I don't like when they touch shit. No, I that, that. That, that's not their job. Because they often do it wrong. Yes, yes. But, but, who, else but, is but it, who else is going to tell me that patriarchy and Gamergate are bad? <laughs> yeah. What are you, one of those Gamergate weirdos? And, fucking and you're, you're and, acting and real sus. And you're fucking big disease anime, too. Like, uh, you know the anime, Ajimeru no Gal, something like that? Yeah, I watched a few episodes. Well, they, they did that kind of shit too, and the uh, and that show, which is fucking dumb. Why are you doing this with dumb Echi? Like, who do you think your audience is? Anyways, yeah, normies get out. 
Yeah, get out of my autism hobby. Fuck you. Anyway, we digressed pretty fucking hard. Anything else said about the movie? Yeah, we went far from the movie. Shit. They were they were eleven. It's a pretty fun movie. Yeah. Uh, it, it didn't need to be animated, actually, but I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I gave it like a four out of five. Uh, I I yeah. I, I expected kind. When when you told me that I I haven't. I haven't seen it since like the the nineties. I was like, oof. but it ended up being pretty good. I g- gave it a, f- a five out of five. A five, sorry, a four out of five. Yeah, it was pretty yeah, good. I'd say it's like a three or a four out of five. It's certainly watchable. Mm. I didn't dislike it at any point. Yeah, when I pick old, weird, obscure stuff, I want to pick the best I possibly can. Stuff that'll appeal to both of you. So that, that that was a good pick. That was a good pick. So no lolly magical girl shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck card captor Sakura. What? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the fucking classic. It's a legend. Uh, you ever read uh, Casey Green's Anime Club comic? Y- yes. There's a a scene where a guy says card captor Sakura is a pile of shit, and the other guy flips the table and freaks out. Yeah. Y- yes, I- I'm flipping the table right now. <laughs> yeah, you can't say shit like that. A- anyways, so it was a good movie, and um, anything. Do we talk about video games? Do we, <sighs> sure. Do we, talk, do we talk about the Steam Deck? Yeah, it's looking really promising. There's... Yeah, honestly, a lot of people are giving it shit, but I kind of want one. Uh, be, be, be warned. Be warned, like I, I have to warn everyone who's going into this shit. Be careful because uh, this is running by default SteamOS. SteamOS is Linux, and shit is going to run in Proton. That means that shit with anti cheat is not going to work, and that means that there's some level of games that are gonna have uh, either some problems, either that are not gonna work. Or that you're gonna have to go to ProtonDB to see if it works or not. And um, if if there's no entry, you might have to go to the to Proton GitHub uh, to check the ar- the argument that the pre-launch argument that you have to put in the game for uh, Proton, uh, and you have to uh, do some. Um, Trial and error to see what works and what doesn't. So be very warned about that. Uh, if you're expecting your whole fucking library to just fucking work magically, you're gonna hit a wall. Uh, however, Valve promised that um, they're trying. No, it's not quite a promise, but they, they told that they're trying to make everything work by launch which is honestly a big fucking statement. I'm not sure if I believe it. I mean, uh, uh, Proton, Proton and Wine, as um, uh, if you don't know what they are, it, uh, basically, it's what they use to run uh, Windows program and Linux. It works wonderfully. And uh, some, um, some old Windows game that doesn't even work in Windows anymore can work under Wine. However, it's not it's not that easy. Sometimes you have to just uh, t- um, 
you, you have to tweak it for it to work. And a proton is probably one of the easiest thing there is. However, um, it, it has it has advanced a lot in the last five years since um, Valve got got into this shit. So maybe maybe they, they will actually fulfill that promise. They told us that there's a lot of uh, of changes that they have yet not pushed the public. So I, I don't fucking know. If this thing manages to have 100% compatibility with all games on Steam, that would be an incredible achievement. Oh, and also they're working Yeah, that would be pretty uh, crazy. They're working with uh, anti-cheat providers for uh, f- for shit to work on on on, uh, on wine and present. So I don't know. Maybe it actually happened, but in my opinion, it was going to happen anyways in the in the next ten years. That's what I usually give people. Yeah, over the past decade, there have been handheld computers like the GPD Win Mm -hmm. and all sorts of janky shit coming from China that promised to be good emulator boxes or to run some Windows games. But it looks like this is just going to blow all of them away. Yeah, but the GPD Win, it's like a fucking thousand dollar device, isn't it? Yeah, not worth it. Uh, the, uh, the thing is that on the Steam Deck, or the Gabe Gear, if you prefer to call it that, or the Gabe Boy. <laughs> I, I, I've never heard that. That's a pretty good pun. Yeah, the, the Gabe Gear. Because it kind of looks like yeah, a Game Gear. It's fucking massive. Hope the batteries last more than three hours. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a big downside. They never really mentioned the battery capacity. Well, at least it's rechargeable. The, the thing is that... Um, uh, you well, can't install... help much if the battery explodes. You you can install Windows on it, but I don't recommend it. Uh, there's very little space. I I I pre-ordered the one with 250 GB. Uh, you can replace uh, the um, the hard drive into it, the NVMe, and uh, you can put a SD card, but it's not ideal. I don't. I really don't recommend installing Windows into it. Windows is fucking bloat. And it's going to just uh, eat up your play your space. Uh, otherwise, since th- this is actually not going to be like a closed uh, a closed hardware, th- this is literally Linux. Uh, what's going to happen is that someone, uh, I believe, SteamOS is just literally Arch Arch Linux, and someone will set up a custom repository. And it's going to be the perfect fucking emulation machine. Yeah, there's going to be so much cool homebrew shit on this. No, not only this, I mean, this is literally fucking Linux. Um, you only need to jailbreak it to do anything. So you could just install MPV. You could even install fucking Wine, uh, not Wine, a uh, Trackma on it to automatically update your uh, annulist. And you will be able to just watch anime and have your fucking anime list updated at the same time. You'll be able to do all this shit. And not only this, but uh, I mean, it's not... Uh, even on SteamOS, you won't be stuck on just uh, like Steam games. You'll be able to download shit from GOG. You'll be able to do whatever the fuck you want on it. 
yeah, this thing looks really promising. I'm still going to wait for reviews to come out before I buy one, but mm, I'm yeah, I'm same. looking for I'm looking forward to it. It looks uh, really good. I have expendable cash, so uh, I can tell you what I think on it when I get it. But uh, otherwise, I think it's going to be amazing. But uh, if, if you're looking to uh, place fucking cyberpunk on it. <laughs> Well, to be fair, I don't think anyone's looking to play cyberpunk anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, except Dylan. Yeah, pr- probably not. But uh, what I'm getting at is that um, while the hardware is going to be much better than a Switch, uh, don't push your luck. L- like, if you're planning okay, to What play- if you can get a Switch emulator to run on it? Y- you, yeah, people you pro- are... You, you, <laughs> might, you might be able to. Yeah, people are already speculating about that. Trying the, to run the, Yuzu on it. The, the thing Fuck is Nintendo. that uh, on my old ass CPU, I'm able to run Dolphin and a PS3 emulator. So just imagine on this. Steam does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> you you you'll oh, be no. able to to literally it back. almost uh, emulate everything, and not only that, but um, uh, wh- 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 where was I going with that? Uh, Fuck you! you, you watching you just... anime? No, I, 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 I was telling any something else. But anyways, this is a full fucking OS. You'll be able to do everything you want. It's going to be an amazing emulator machine. Oh yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, if you're planning to play the latest A and A games on it, you're going to run into a wall. However, if you play like a smaller game, older game, more indie games, this is going to be perfect for it. I mean, uh, all, all the fucking Japanese games, there, there's some amazing amount of Japanese games uh, on Steam. And let's just say, like, if I want to play a Data Life reincarnation, uh, this is a visual novel. This is good. I'm already playing on wine, so I know it supports it. So uh, this shit is just going to run it wonderfully. And uh, Mister Driller Drillland, I don't, I, I don't see why it won't support it. Or you, you, uh, you talk about the the uh, the, the Ludus War game. You know yeah. oh, the, the yeah. Delete Labyrinth. Yeah, that that'll that'll run for this. Yeah, uh, I, run I, for I, sure I, on this thing. Yeah, I don't see why not. Let, let me guess. Let, let, let me check on uh, ProtonDB. But but I, I'm, I'm not just talking about uh, Proton running it. I, I'm also talking about um, uh, in terms of power consumption. Yeah, record a floss war, delete and wonder labyrinth, platinum. So that means that it, it should more or less uh, launch with no problem whatsoever. Yeah, I have more faith in Valve than in most game companies, so I'm looking forward to this. Could I play some Goku rants on it in a crowded airport? Yes, but probably. All right, well, then I'm buying it. <laughs> oh, shit. There's a, a blog called CRPG Addict. This guy mm-hmm. plays old computer RPGs from the 80s and early 90s. And mm-hmm. People in the comments keep telling him to play the rants games. It's like, no, I'm not playing games about rape. But those are the best ones. Tell him that a woman is at the head of the series. Really, it's created by a woman. That makes sense. 
it's kind of crazy when you think about it because you get all the the, the shit lib type um uh, they're always like no no i uh, you confront them with shit like this and they're like no no, no a woman couldn't do this you, you have no idea about japan my dude w- w- woman makes the most fucked up shit in japan well, yeah they're like conservatively horny <laughs> they bottle that shit up until it gets weird <laughs> yeah but yeah, the, the 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 Steam Deck is going to be fucking amazing. You'll be able to play all your fucking Japanese shit, all the Yes game, all the One Piece game, all, all, all the smaller dungeon game. All of this shit uh, will be able to run for sure. And uh, not only this, but there, there's something called Lutris uh, that that um, automatically detect your your proton, um, your Steam proton shit. And also even uh, custom Steam Proton installs, and uh, it can download Wine for you, and it makes setuping a custom game that is not on Steam uh, actually pretty easy. I- I've run some older visual novel through that. That's pretty rad. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fucking amazing. Like literally, all of your Japanese games on PC will be comparable. Yeah, I'll probably buy the first revision when it comes out in two years. Mm. I I have just expendable cash, so I I can just be too, I can just throw it away. Even if I just use it for like fucking anime, that'll be worth it to me. Yeah, I've heard legends of how many figures you have in your house. Ah, no, no, you, you're exaggerating. I I only have like two. Uh, Two, two, two fucking IKEA display case, and I kind of hate those display case because they're um, um, they're not closed properly, so uh, they, they they get uh, dusty within the year. I don't think I have a single anime figurine. Uh, th- this is this is a very bad time to get into it. Well, well, yeah, well, maybe, co- maybe... COVID is re- raised the price on everything nerd related. No, not just that. How many that. Funko Pops do you have, though? Zero. Okay, <laughs> you're still allowed on the podcast. <laughs> but but yeah, uh, the uh, I believe a lot of countries uh, does not accept Sol shipping. Sol shipping was the least expensive w- one, and also the least likely to get um, to get some uh, border fee tax. Uh, this sucks because now a lot of site is only giving you DHL. DHL is expensive as all fuck. You're the most likely to actually uh, be it with the uh, duty tax. On top of that, uh, I've seen a lot of report of like completely massacred packages. Oh, that sucks. So, 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 so you're you're paying more. For a bigger chance of your packages being completely massacred. This is stupid. Like, Sol shipping, it took two to three fucking months, and uh, the, the package always came golden. I don't know what the fuck's up with that. Anyways, enough about the Steam Deck. Do, do, do you guys have uh, anything to talk about? Uh, a while ago, I mentioned I was listening to the Berserk podcast, the Skullcast. 
Yes. And I'm about 20 episodes into it. Uh, mostly it's not terribly interesting. But uh, in episode 18, they talk about mm-hmm. uh, the idea of evil. Oh, uh, yeah. And, the... and how it was never retconned. And you, and you see hints of it all throughout the rest of the series, including monsters that look like giant hearts. Like, I, I never noticed that Rosine, the moth apostle, uh, mm-hmm. look, looks like a heart with various valves spitting out air and shit. And when em- there's a time when Emperor Ganeshka puts on armor and he looks like a big egg covered in eyes, kind of like a behelot and kind of like the idea of evil itself. Interesting. And also in the same episode, they talk about this new movie called The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it, it's hard to remember a time before Bane posting. Yeah, you, you shot that movie and it fucking sucked. I, uh, I, I, couldn't even, I couldn't even finish it. Yeah, of the B- Batman trilogy, the Nolan movies, it's the worst. But Bane gets some good lines, but there's always like 10, 15 minutes of boring shit. Yeah, yeah but basically every scene where Bane is there, the scene is cool. And then you get like twenty minutes of bullshit in between. Like, uh, yeah. Me. Someone should make a yeah, Bane they... only cut. <laughs> Bane you only have twenty cut. minutes of Batman being a moody teenager, even though he's like forty. Yeah, basically, that, that, that's more or less what the movie was like. It was fucking unwatchable. But I'll put a link in the show notes to that podcast episode. The, sure. It it's fascinating stuff. I'm going to keep but, listening but, but yeah, to them. The, uh, to explain to um, to the viewers if they um, they forgot uh, the uh, the chapter we're talking about and Berserk with the idea of evil, uh, I mean if you're following with with uh, physical volumes or something, this is actually a chapter that uh, Mira uh, never published again. It, it was published in uh, I don't know one of the magazines and then never Young again. Animal. Yeah. Uh, because he felt like it revealed too much. Uh, I don't think it does. I think it just invited more discussion, more speculation about the nature of the Berserk universe. But he's the author. Like, like th- th- this was probably supposed to come later or something, but I don't know. Yeah, and there are times even like 20 volumes later, uh, you know, when Guts and crew uh, meet Shirke's master in her forest mm-hmm. and... Uh, he asked her about the Behelet and shit. Mm-hmm. And she says she's explored the astral world. And uh, she mentions the five angels, the God Hand. And she says, I, I think there's something deeper in the than that, deeper into the abyss, something unknown. Mm. So you can uh, see characters hinting at the existence of the idea of evil. Interesting. Uh do, do, do you know if we know anything about uh, what's going to happen to Berserk? No, it's just uh, someone asked one of his assistants on Twitter what was going to happen, and he just said, Ganbare, I'll, I'll yeah, do my best. I've heard of that, and then we have not heard of anything ever since. So, yeah, so- I say give him a couple more months. They'll probably uh, decide if they're going to continue it or, or not. All right, so th- that's what they were trained for. So I guess we'll see. Uh, either we see a continuation, or either we're going to see some um, 
a few new mangas that uh, that are gonna probably kick ass. Just imagine the the, the kind of people um, uh, Miura assistant will uh, end up being. Yeah, trained by one of the best artists and best writers in human freaking history. That's a yeah, good yeah. pedigree for your career. Pretty much. So, so even, I, even if Berserk doesn't continue, I'm looking forward to what his assistants do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Full Metal, have you read any of the Berserk manga? Uh, no, I have not. I've heard a lot about it. <laughs> Fucking normie. All right, all right. I'm, we're going we're well, to keep doing this podcast. <laughs> we need to do a reread of Berserk for me and look, you. It's been on my list for like forever, but I'm I'm... I'm still a Zoomer. You have to give me a break. It's an absolute number one priority. Berserk is more important than <laughs> oxygen. It, did, did you sound like the 99 or 98 anime? No. Oh, Jesus. I've seen video essays on the animes <laughs> on like YouTube. That's the most exposure to Berserk I've had. It, it, you just need to. It, it's like one of the best shit ever. I've had like every like uh, big event spoiled to me though, so I don't. I've never uh, felt the motivation yeah, yeah. to uh, do it. It's still I, worth it by far. It's so damn I, good. I I, I, under, I understand what you mean. I mean, uh, everyone has played like Ducky Ducky Literature Club. I haven't because I've had I've had it entirely spoiled, and I was like, okay, fuck that. I yeah, ever, like as soon as I, you I, know what happens, then it just. I have the new. It. I have the new version. Uh, pre-order for Switch, so so we'll see. Uh, I reread Berserk after Mura died. It's better on reread. It's better when you know what's going to happen and you can connect the various parts of it. It's so brilliant. Read it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it, but it's on my list. I have it on that app you showed me. I can't remember the name of it because I'm retarded. Uh, Tachiyomi. Yeah. Yes, Tachiomi, which is a really good app that everyone should get if they're a fucking weeb. I, I have it, but I've yet to add anything to it. Oh. I, don't, <laughs> I rarely, I rarely read manga. I yeah, have like same. But... I have like three hundred manga on it. Jesus, I, I haven't Look, read half of them. If I just hear something's even slightly interesting, I'll add it. I use it to read all of my Korean manhwa bullshit because I'm a fucking Korea boo fag right now, but. It's. I will definitely. I will definitely read Berserk when I have the chance. I had it already. Yeah, let's. We can do it in a future episode of this podcast. Sure. I, I'd be happy to reread it yet again. Sure. Are we gonna? Are we gonna read it together and talk about our feelings? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you read it, uh, guts talks about his feelings quite a bit, actually. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we're not feelings of we're, his asshole. How we're, sore it is. We're we're, we're not going to talk about about our feelings. Did we're you know talk he gets raped our... by a black man? Yeah, yes, we know. <laughs> we know it's just, just a big man. <laughs> I hear about every time Berserk's brought up. Anyways, let let just end this. Let just end this episode for today. All right, great. Uh, like always, we end this episode saying, get on the Fediverse. It's the best. Do it already. 
Do you hate the direction the internet's gone in the past decade or so? Get on the Fediverse. Yeah, it, get, it feels get, like 2000s internet. I love it. Get 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 off, get off the the fucking big platform. I, I I just know that that's where people are. But fuck Facebook. Fuck, fuck all this shit. Come to the real web. Come to the real free web, like it was fucking twenty years ago. Yeah. All right. See you later. Good night. Yep.